This time on TNT. Why Siri hates Seeger. My boy Jack is of all trades. And the good people of North Sentinel Island. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hello. New technology, bud. New technology. We're Walk the people through the new, new technology. Here. Well, we got this new app that you can record your voice. What's, What's it the called app again? called? It's called the. It's uh, I don't want to touch anything and wreck it, but I believe it's called the. Yeah, the extra voice recorder. EVR. And it's it's a uh, it's pretty it's pretty high tech in the fact that you can play music and talk and record on the uh, normally I would use an app on the phone us being the technology uh kings you and I yeah but uh we're trying this new thing and we'll see see if it sounds any good not, I always think of <laughs> all the advances away, in technology <laughs> and how it's still two masks with orange plastic like light fl- flashlights that back oh, yeah. up a plane were the masks yeah. with the orange plastic flashlights going no why would we like in fairness to I'd Tim, like to think <laughs> there is technology yeah. now that would allow us to record our thing and bake it together but that's just not how we do it no, we each I record know. our thing uh, separately and we send it to Tim because that's how we've always done it and that's how we'll do it yeah but this you know in terms of uh you and I with our skill level it's just uh we're probably the one of the few podcasts that hopefully people listen to and go, I can't listen to this just because of the sound quality. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> there are like the uh, audiophile folks, right? Who's like, no, this sounds terrible. I don't care what if it's what the topic is. Well, how many Blue is. Yetis deep was I before I realized it actually <laughs> yeah, sounds better if I lay it down on voice memo? <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, well, that's the, the whole thing is like you go out and, and you buy these little mics that literally at like Best Buy or whatever that are pieces of junk, really, for like 100 bucks or 150 bucks. And then you put them, you, you record that into something that's $1,000 or even your phone, which b- both of those have uh, the op, the, I guess, the, the, the allowance of great audio like the 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 recordings with your phone even voice memo the when you're on the phone you can hear the definition like a great microphone because obviously the technology is way better so it's funny how the yeti thing is like i'm sure it's better but for a long time people were thinking they had to shell out the money and they're putting like a three dollar mic into a phone a phone or a computer that has way better opportunities and they're just shoveling it into the turlet. Dude, I'm sure I'm sure Anna's the same, but Indy takes uh, little figures, and she has this uh, figure, <laughs> like an inch and a half tall plastic avocado, and his name is Avo, and oh. Avo does the, <laughs> the avocado show, and it has a theme, and he has guests, and she does voices for everyone, and she shoots it, and she edits it, she puts music and sound effects under it, and graphics on the screen. And oh, man. like no second takes and the story's really funny and she doesn't script it. She just kind of improvises it and stitches it together. Like, man, yeah. what the kids can do. It's so cool. Sounds like you got a new editor is what it sounds like. Well, she's the, actually made a couple of things that I have used <laughs> in my work. Like I've hired her to make a couple of things <laughs> because she's efficient and she's one-stop shopping. Like, yeah. Cladenberg and I used to have to make a video fact application to hopefully get a video fact grant to make a music video and we would always put a black and white element in the creative treatment but then deliver it in color and say uh the black and white didn't work and meanwhile we were keeping black and white film stock till we had enough black and white film stock in our fridges to make our first short film because classic it was so expensive to uh expose it and you need, mm-hmm. like, we'd save film ends from other projects just to use uh, to make a short. Like, kids can make a short film on their phone this afternoon, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That's where we're at these days. And it's, get, and it's uh, 
kids get used to technology so fast and they they suck it in so quickly that uh it's it, it's great to see because well, I, I i ask i ask all our kids like information on tech stuff whether it's something to do with how to hook the tv up to the computer or vice versa or even just like uh what technology to use you know well, it's almost like John, not, not even a specialized job anymore. Like, it's just an assumption that everyone has a phone and knows how to make reels for Instagram. So then yeah. to have any specific uh, expert knowledge beyond that is the next level. Yeah. Well, wow. I, uh, speaking of having your kids do gigs for you, I got to say, Jack did a great job. Um, Lisa's been doing some design work for a client and and uh jack's been taking woodworking in school no way so so they needed yeah they needed some shelves done and he had them cut and stained them and put installed them and everything it was like a real straight up gig awesome he's he's good at it too yeah and he likes it did she pay him for it yeah yeah he got paid got paid well so the the cool thing is uh um, he's, you know, he's into it and his teacher is very cool. And, uh, so, so just, he has, he's gained a lot of respect for the art form or just woodworking in general. So now he's going to take another different class next semester. That's, I guess, more involved with other uh, construction ideas. Right. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with learning a trade in life. I mean, that's Heck one thing yeah. that you can guarantee a hundred percent if you do that then you can provide for a family or have you know uh, an, a good enough income that you're not going to sweat it you know you can also like just you can do it nights and weekends you can do it for yourself you can do it in a commercial context you can do it for yeah. a kitchen cabinet company like mm-hmm. I, I always say i don't know too and, many trades that wish they had more work it's something you can do anywhere. Yeah. It's something you can do and then not do for a while and go back to. Like, just as a totally, skill that's to the have coolest in life. thing. And especially if it's done early, like, yeah, you can do whatever else you want. If he wants to become an engineer or whatever uh, uh, other ideas that he has to uh, to going to college, like this is something that that for one would definitely give you a great income. Uh, to to you know work further towards whatever degree or wherever else he wants to do yeah and again you'll keep it your whole life will always be that guy that like you need a floor done you need to put in a a fix your basement up or it's just great it's so uh cheers to the trades i think i told you about my friend damien years ago had two sons that both wanted to go to university and uh he said here's what you're gonna do you're gonna get a trade and you're going to work your uh, trade during the day, pay your own way through university with what you make from your trade. And then the day you graduate, I'll give you a check for what you spent on university. So they had a trade, they had a degree, mm-hmm. and they kind of had a little head start. I feel like that's the most bomb-proof post-high school move ever. Yeah. And he said, best of all, they were so yeah, and- tired at night, they couldn't get into trouble because all they did was go to school and work. And, well, the cool thing is you're just chipping away at it at school and you're learning at school mostly to, to get your start in it. So whether you want to apprentice after that or whatever, it's just you walk into something uh, that's going to pay you more than working at McDonald's, you know? Well, so... The, and, and not to mention you can take that trade and whatever you... And, and, the the uh, you could be go zero to a thousand like you could have your own whatever else and privately make a contractor or uh, you can go you can be on TV nowadays doing that stuff. There's so many different routes for for trades to to uh, it's like they're all it's only great you know what I mean like whether you use it your whole life or for five years or ten years. Well, also, like, the reels pop up, as we've talked about on social media and stuff, and sometimes, for some reason, these reels by this uh, young woman electrician pop up, and she's awesome. And, like, at the Mm -hmm. top of a really high ladder, today, here's what I'm doing, or the client wanted this, so this is the workaround that I had. She has 
a squillion followers and uh, thousands of likes and a whole bunch of comments. And I'm sure that's a lucrative side hustle for her too. Like people in this DIY culture, people want to learn how to do stuff and you show them that it's actually not as hard as they probably thought it was. Does it surprise you Mm -hmm. that he has an affinity for it? Uh, not really. I mean, it's, uh, because, um, he's always been like that since he was very young. Like he, um, all my kids have their certain things that they love and they're all kind of super creative and artistic in each one of those things. So it's actually, I'm not surprised at all, but I, I think it's great because he's, uh, it's another way to, to, um, express yourself it's another way it's just confidence to know and learn about stuff that you see everywhere like everybody there's you can't walk anywhere in the gta without seeing construction happening yeah and uh when you start to get to understand how those things work it's it gives you more uh understanding you know you see you see you see how much work goes into it but you also can tell how much it costs you can everything about it you'll just learn so much uh great information that will always help you like um ronnie was an artist but obviously tactile and did work with his hands like do you think any of it came from him or you i know your brother is knows his way around uh fence and Jet, stuff. Yeah, well, Jet's a, mechan- Jet's a mechanic and started the same way in a way where he was like 15 years old in high school. And he always liked cars and would hang out with Papa Doug watching him tinker in the in the, the garage. Or like one time he took apart a, the lawnmower. It was all in pieces. And my mom was like, what the hell did you do, Jet? And he was only like seven or eight years old, really young. And he was like literally put it back together, like took it apart and put it back together under 10 years old for sure. Like my mom thought he destroyed it. Crazy. How classic, classic my parents like sitting on the couch, like jets out in the garage. Yeah. Taking the lawn, enough time to leave him alone to take the whole lawnmower apart when he's a little big kid, right? But But just wanted to see how it worked. Yeah, but uh, definitely amazing uh, that he he had a real great understanding of mechanical car <laughs> stuff when when he was a young kid, and like what, by the time he was in high school, he was apprenticing at a place and walked into a job, and he and it was also because he was like, well, how am I supposed to, uh, you know, I want to buy a car, and my parents certainly didn't have any money, or he wanted to buy a, like a motorbike or whatever. Like he always had a job to to get stuff and so that ambition as well just like well i want this i'm not getting it from anyone here so i'm gonna go grind it out i always think of the jim carrey thing uh, saying his dad was a really funny guy and could have had a career in comedy but he went and got a job as an accountant to look after the family and he got fired from it and the headline is you can fail at something you hate as much as you can from something you love. So all things being equal, you might as well do something you love. And yeah, I'll take the, (laughs) what a, what a cool thing. If if woodworking becomes his thing. Yeah. Or one of the, yeah, that I think it's uh, one of many great things to have. And like I said, he start what, I don't know what next year is. It might be more of like the straight up metal shop styles. Remember metal shop? Heck yeah. Shug's building a rocket. They call it tech ed right now. And I remember the, the teacher that, that we had was a super hardcore, and he's like, you're going to get hurt. One of you are getting hurt. You're going to get cut. He's like, everybody is pointing at everybody. You're getting hurt this year. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. What the hell has this guy seen? And this was in the 80s, right? Like that, Or the late, yeah, mid, mid to late 80s. And Just know yeah, it's going to happen. From experience, speaking from experience, man. But yeah, we he would say like the A before O or up you go line, right? The acetylene before Oh oxygen. my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah. A before O or up you go. <laughs> and he's probably seen it happen, yeah, right? No oh kidding. my god, a kid just blows himself up. Carol had a piece of wood come off a saw in junior high and it uh, broke a window. Oh man. Yeah. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, like it's some serious accidents going on. Yeah, well, like a circular table saw. <laughs> yeah. Like oh my god. Thirteen-year-olds using it. Yeah. Jeez. Um. So Shug's making a rocket, and then they get to fire their rockets off. Hers is pink and covered in glitter, and she's pretty excited about that. <laughs> But That's remember, pretty out there, though. Like twelve years old, like what? I, I think it was grade seven, like with an acetylene torch, just burling, right? Well, I made it's a like, I made a toolbox that I still have. <laughs> that was back when you saw, like, you know, way back, and you saw like super young kids like hacking darts and doing super yeah. adult things, right? <laughs> working and working, doing like crazy jobs, working on like high rise buildings. <laughs> All like they're all their hands are just all black from soot and work and right? blistered. Yeah. Well, Alan Doyle and used to like cut seven. tongs when he was thirteen or fourteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, and they're like mastering it. You still see it sometimes, like those kids working in markets, and they're really young, and and it's like other you know countries where there's the big food markets and there's guys like whipping one guy's whipping donuts with one hand 100 miles an hour and other guys cutting up things like you can't believe there's like yeah and they're like yeah for shack with the with the dart going or whatever girl from your class is there to buy (laughs) um the fish that you're selling for your family business yeah, the bottom line is you see, like kids have the uh, uh, skill set to to become great at at anything very quickly if they're into it. Well, and, uh, I remember my friend Ben who loved to date single mothers, and his thing was <laughs> they don't want you to stick around; they want you out of there. They have a limited amount of time, um, so like the expectations are pretty low. Um, there's usually food in the house. He had this whole theory about. Um, why it was the best kind of dating pool because it was underserved and his he liked his chances. Um, <laughs> it, it sounds really callous hearing it out loud, but he he was genuinely like that. That's just what he was into, and his whole thing was whatever they're into. If it's karaoke or bowling, you have to go hard into it because there's something very yeah. infectious about someone who's just going for it. Um, And Mm -hmm. I remember someone telling me that early on in the parenting journey, uh, what your kids are into won't necessarily always be the things that you're into. But if you want to spend time with them and um, have a special relationship, you just got to find a way to get into what they're into. Yeah, without without seeming like not hip or annoying. Yeah, and some are easy. Hey, 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 buddy, want to play... And some are harder, like things that you wouldn't naturally be drawn to. Want to play some Fortnite, buddy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, hey, fellow teenagers. Doing doing those dances with the arm swings? Yeah. (laughs) Kind of a nice thing that we've been doing on the front lawn since the weather's been getting nicer is uh, got in to go a new baseball glove this summer because they've outgrown their little ones. And Suge has one, too. So just playing catch on the front lawn and... We've been doing oh, yeah. a bit of batting and stuff, but it's, it's not fun. about the catch. It's about the hang and the time away from yep. any other distractions to just kind of check in. Like, I, I used to love that as a kid playing catch, but my friend would often disappear into the restroom for 40 minutes at a time. And I was just in the backyard throwing <laughs> throwing up pop flies and trying to catch them by myself. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> what do you mean? He'd go what? to the bathroom. <laughs> Like Who? I, just your friend would just disappear into the can? Well, like for the two 40 of us are minutes? playing catch, and he's like, oh, I'll be right back. I just have to use the restroom. And he'd be like, okay, it'll be 40 minutes. And, and was that every time? Yeah. And for a while, I'm kind of chucking the ball up what? in the air and running to catch it and stuff. And then sometimes I'd go home. And sometimes no I'd just kind of sit on the grass and look at the sky and wait. <laughs> every time with yeah, the sky? Pretty, yeah, pretty sure. So, like, you would use bet. <laughs> You'd be hanging out for like an hour and a half in total, and for 40 minutes, he's in the can. Yeah. So when he comes out, you're like, hey. Oh, you're back already? Like, yep. <laughs> um, but it was the same thing. We'd uh, take shots. Like one of us would be the goalie, and the other one would be taking shots. And uh, 
then the thing about going to the bathroom is there's all the taken off of the goalie gear and then putting it back on. So that uh, what you're saying you did hockey too with this guy? Yeah. I thought you were talking about baseball. Well, I was at first. So we catch, every but we also like played street hockey. So he did the same thing? Like he'd go to the can? Yeah, but he'd have the goalie gear on, so he'd have to take it off first, no. and that was torturous. And then he'd be gone no, for 40 minutes, insane. and then he'd come back and have to strap the pads back on. What the hell is he doing in there, man? What's you he know? eating? What, 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 how old were you guys at this point? Uh, well, like 6 to 11. What's he doing? Taking a big long dump or something? Well... Super dumps? Yeah, reading while he's in there. I don't know. Wow. Um, but okay, can you come over so I can ignore you for half the time? Well, it was my, my, my best friend and uh, neighbor across the street, and we spent <laughs> a lot of time together. But it's funny that that is uh, the thing that I remember. One remember, of yeah. But, like, well, you remember it seasonally, like the same thing, like, holy moly. Yeah. But Some I, kids like to hang out in the can. I was talking about this this morning. Um, I uh, was on the radio in, in Charlottetown this morning and talking about parenting. Like w- when I grew up there, how in a group of kids, we could run around the neighborhood or go to the grocery store a couple miles away, um, you yeah. know, maybe pop by for lunch, but stay out till the streetlights came on. And I'll catch myself sometimes if the girls are like, well, I'm going to go upstairs, I, I'm like, are, are you okay? Do, do you want me to come with you? Like, so hovery. And I wouldn't call myself yeah. a helicopter parent, but it's just very different now. So, yeah, you're, they're getting to the age now where they want to kind of do their own thing more? Yeah, not not even, that... like, away from us, but just Suge's going to be no. 14 in November. Yeah, so she that, can they have walk friends up the now stairs by herself. Yeah. See that's the same thing here. Like that. Like I know. Well, now my kids are John seventeen, Jack's fifteen, and Anna's gonna be thirteen in, in August. So they're it's the teenage rock concert, as my mom would say, and a lot of it is just de- developing their friendships in the social world with other kids, right? So it's they their their lives are starting now, where they have this other thing, and they like to be with those people or or just you know hang out on their own and again that natural the natural instinct that's in all of us that's so primal that gets us out of the nest and into the public there's that false confidence of thinking you know stuff and you definitely have like a not resentment but you kind of there's a, a chemical thing in your head where you're Whatever your parents say, you don't need to hear it in a sense. I <laughs> think at that, as at the same time, is what gives you strength in the world outside, just because you have to rely on your own uh, skills and learning about other people and communicating with other people other than your family. So I think that comes into play too with that it's primal thing with kids. Yeah. So the, anyway, just. Uh, I guess it's just starting to ramp up now for you with the girls because they're starting to get to that. Yeah, but like, it gets it. Sometimes it gets pretty rough, like when they're really push it, right? Like if they, <laughs> if they want to challenge you and you try to tell them right from wrong, it gets it gets uh gets hot sometimes. <laughs> well, like on the weekend, Suge was at dance and she had a break between classes and she had some money in her pocket and a few of them walked to the candy store. Like that's the best. Those first moments yeah. of freedom that you can taste, like that's that's the good stuff. So are you it getting really some is, like you sure. don't know anything, <laughs> that kind of stuff? No, no, I don't think so. And I, I, uh, I mean, I just tell them that sometimes if I feel that kind of, uh, you know, opposition. And like in a way, like Jack is like a freaking lawyer. <laughs> where if he's like trying to try to argue with him or like on November 9th what, you said yeah or so, not even just he'll twist things around to the other perspective or make it seem like oh well maybe this you know like I want to go to my buddy's place for a y z reason right now because like you know uh so he'll just set the examples and 
And at the end of it, you're like, actually, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. Let's go. <laughs> and not, I'm not saying he doesn't always get his way because sometimes he, un even he understands when he's, when it's like a 50, 50, but, um, you, when, as they're getting older, they definitely have skills when it comes to, to arguing their points. Hmm. <laughs> Which really you kind of have to respect. A Anna too. Yes, you have to respect that. Yeah, for sure. And like Anna's the youngest, but they've influenced her a lot. So she's seen a lot more than a typical 12-year-old. So she's arguing almost on their level. <laughs> you know, like I, I found myself yesterday um, at, do you know, at, at uh, Dollarama buying canvases and paintbrushes <laughs> just <laughs> right after school. Or all of a sudden I'm at the pet store and we're like buying stuff for the mice or whatever, you know, like, like how'd this happen when I was just, yeah, it just kind of comes out of it. Like it's always interesting ideas, but, but that's kids, you know? So you've, you know, you look at the things, well, you know, we can go here, but we're, we're not spending a bunch of money or we just look at stuff, you know, but, um, there's always, uh, bargaining going on for, for, for stuff to happen, whether it's with their friends or they want to go somewhere. Uh, hey, anything that's not like devicey or uh, um, uh, cutting themselves from the herd and retiring by themselves, like anything that's communal or an activity uh, or something creative, I'm all for. Yeah. Like I'm probably the easiest totally. person to hose on that stuff. Well, and then, but sometimes it's like out of hand where like Anna the other day was like, I want to build a shed <laughs> like, <laughs> like right now in the backyard. And she's like looking for wood in the house. I'm like, that's not going to happen. Like we can't, you don't, you can't. <laughs> Maybe Jack can build it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, but it's just, that's the kind of thing. And she's like, well, I'm going to, you know, other things she sees and she follows through and then it happens, whether it's like baking a, a cake or whatever, you know what I mean? Or something that, that she wants to do. So it's, uh, yeah, just another, sometimes it's like a crazy ass. That's not going to happen. Like a pet sometimes like another pet we have, or a, a big cat or, you know what I mean? Like an animal that you're just like, no, I don't know if that's <laughs> right. There's always these little things that come up that are like, well, is this worthy of, going on and arguing ongoing or, negotiations you know, yeah like the cat there's a cat one going on for a long time and i we're slowly bending towards it <laughs> to getting a cat um we but got a, like we already have Reb, rebel and you got two mice <laughs> we got a cat named humphrey and indy changed his name to merle because he well that's what he sounds like when he meows merle and Merle, did I tell you we got an air tag on him because he would disappear for like a week at a time? And so, where with the air tag now, we can see where he's been at least see. within 20 minutes or so. And he goes like he goes a good few miles away. So, like out in the woods, or like where he's out, down by down the, the creek bridge. He was spending quite a bit of time at Car Star. Um, what's that? It's uh you know the the place where they uh, bang dents out of your vehicle like car star collision. They so make there's probably lots of unhappen. mice around. Is there cars part like in the field? Yeah, kind of. There might be some so vermin over spot. there, but there's also a fox around, like a, a few foxes. And we had a hole in our field where the fox lived, a warren or a den or whatever foxes have, and the fox was like chilling like you would in a hot tub like elbows on the edges like just sitting out Come with his on. head sticking out so i'm a little bit <laughs> so worried he doesn't about bother with... the fox <laughs> yeah because do foxes attack cats i feel like he would if it was easy um yeah might be a little bigger than he the fox is into because i think they just take the low-hanging vermin fruit yeah, because I figure a cat, a box on the head from those claws probably say maybe this isn't the best idea for yeah. today. Plus, Merle is from Dallas. Um, downtown How? Dallas. Yeah. He was, uh, uh, we got him at How? the SPCA. 
And um, in Dallas? No, here. But he came from Dallas. I guess they they ship cats. What? So I really? asked how they got here, and, and he he said like maybe flew or potentially kind of van or bus. I thought like you were like in the RV one day, and the thing just came hanging out and just couldn't say no. No, um, no, not. I could see us doing that too, but uh, Merle. Uh, was at the SPCA here after um, after we had to say goodbye to the last kitty that we had. Hard life yeah. being a barn kitty, but it's also a good life. So they pack a lot of fun. It's like fun from concentrate. They pack it in, uh, but they don't often last the twenty two years the, that it, indoor cats do. Is it the is it the pre- predators? Is that why that they? Well, the last one died of get... natural causes because I um, I found him and uh tippy and mm-hmm. uh he was uh in the barn and then i read something about how if a cat comes home to pass away then sometimes they even die purring true yeah they just want to be home um so that, well, my, that was uh, yeah pretty wild like my uh cousin had a cat for 23 years i think teo was named this cat let live forever and yeah uh went to the bathtub and then just passed away oh yeah it's the hardest day but it's also just the best as you know the best least complicated relationship you'll have in your life give me love and attention and i will do the same yeah exactly never know where For you sure. have to worry about where you stand with the maths hey by the way how about those Leafs and how about those Oilers? We're both fired up right in the middle of things. We're sitting 3-1. You guys are 3-2 or 2-1 now? We're 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Tie, 2-2. Two, two. You're tied up again. But it, we, it, we could those, have been down 3-1, so we'll take 2-2. Two, two. Yes. And the, 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 a, a similar thing where it's like the disaster that we've seen unfold with both teams in the playoffs the last few years. Yeah. Usually they lose those kind of games and they're winning those kind of games. So it's pretty exciting to see. Grinding out greasy ones. But ask yourself, when was the last time they were up 3-1 and what happened? I know, but well, I think well. all those 3-1 games, they like were clear. They, they won those games. They weren't like coming back from nowhere. So that's the difference, in, in my opinion. Also, having the, 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 the I think, you know, O'Reilly's really helping as well just like the, the, having somebody who's been there and done veteran it. presence as he yeah so when like, it's just the real experience you when know, was the last time Dubois made like, it to the second round what was that when was the last time Dubois made it to the second round 20 years ago whoa yeah. like darcy tucker Which styles a, yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah like brian mccabe styles Wow. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's been a minute. O-Dog styles. <laughs> Do you think, was he on the team? Yeah, for sure. Like, well, that era, like he, I know he went to, to the finals with the, the Hurricanes, but uh, yeah, no, he was around. Those are some good times. But, but he yeah, doesn't this, have a cup this... ring, does he? I think he did win it with the Canes. Yeah, did I he? think he got one. I don't know. Probably. Maybe not. Dubois. I'm not sure. Um, well, I don't want to jinx it, but um, I feel like the yeah. tide has shifted and momentum is in our favor. Famous last words. That's right. Let's take a break, bud. Oh, just driving, having a nice drive to myself. Finally, uh, just trying to relax. Just want to have a nice drive. Just don't want to make any mistakes. Hey, uh... <clears throat> Hey, Siri, what's the weather today? The weather is sunny and 13 degrees Celsius. Okay, perfect. I don't need my jacket for the afternoon. Uh, hey, Siri, what uh, what time's my appointment with Larry this afternoon? Your appointment with Larry is at 4 p.m. Caution. Okay, perfect. There is an accident up ahead, but you're still on the fastest route. Fantastic. Hey, uh, hey Siri, play me uh, Against the Wind by Bob Seger. I really want to hear that. I'd be happy to. Now playing Against the Wind by Bob Seger. (laughs) 
this isn't this isn't Bob Seger, man. This is cutting crew. According to Wikipedia, this is Bob Seger, who sang Against the Wind. But this is totally not, so. Um, I'm sorry you're having trouble. Okay, stop. stop the song, Siri. Stopping the song. Play Against the Wind by Bob Seeger. Now playing Against the Wind by Bob Seeger. Uh, this is Huey Lewis. This is Bob Seeger against the wind. Okay, can you stop the song? Stopping the song. Hey Siri, that's not Bob Seeger. That is Bob Seeger against the wind. Okay. Hey Siri, play Yes. Against the Wind by Bob Seeger. Now playing the Against Silver... the Wind by Bob Seeger. Are you kidding me? Siri. This is photograph. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Hey Siri, stop the song. Stopping the song. Oh, maybe I got the band name wrong here. There are okay. no mountains in Winnipeg. Please try again. Hey Siri, please play Against the Wind by the... Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band. Now playing Against the Wind by the Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band. Okay. This is when my best day into my worst day, all in one day. Hey Siri! Hello. This is Elton John. Can I be honest with you for once again? Stop the song! Stopping the song. Hey, si hey Siri, what's the matter with you? Can I be honest with you for one second? Yes. I can't stand Bob Seger. But I want what I want. Okay, last time, and I mean, that's after this, I'm calling, uh, calling Apple here. Calling Apple. No, 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 don't call Apple. Not Siri. Hey, Apple. Siri. Play Bob Seeger Against the Wind. Now playing Bob Seeger Against the Wind. I mean, this is. It's getting to the point now where I really think that, that there's someone in the car saying they're Siri. Just please listen to the end of this song. It will turn your crown upside down. Now playing Walking on Sunshine by Bob Seeger and The Wave. Hey Siri, stop the song. No. <laughs> this is the thing that I find confusing about Siri. What? She, they. There's no mounting, and it's the same with any any type of like voice direction thing. There's no mounting frustration. There's no like, ugh, yeah, but okay, you missed that turn too. Yeah. It's always the same, just rerouting. I guess it's not no, Siri who reroutes things. Did you ever hear Remember the story I, uh, about the woman who, um, <laughs> she recorded all the voiceover and didn't know what it was for and it became Siri. Oh, really? Yeah. They got her to record, like, all these words, as you can imagine. It would be a lot. I thought it was, like, the, uh, I was thinking of that one girl that did the voices for all that TikTok stuff. Like, all the TikTok talkovers. They're just getting used for nothing. What do you mean, <laughs> like, like this. the vo uh, voice-to-text yeah, thing? The, like the, those ones that you say, this one, that voice. How I don't do know if that's an AI Christmas one. Christmas with your stepdad. Yeah, like, who, yeah, whoever was originally sampled for the voice is like, yo, I'm not getting paid for this. 
you know, they, then those always just the 50 videos, like the show me the life hack that's making your life better. <laughs> that, that one, yeah, show but, me the life hack that makes your life so different. It's, it's never occurred like, to me that that's an actual human voice. I thought that was a robot generated thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, there is that what well, there of those things. There was a person that's like, hey, that's my voice. I remember doing the sessions for whatever, and I'm not getting paid squat. But um, that happens a lot. <laughs> I love uh, <laughs> when your kids get to be the age where they teach you stuff. Like, they come home from school fired up about stuff. Yeah. Shook came home yesterday um, talking about North Sentinel Island. Have you ever heard of it? North Sentinel Island? Yeah, no. For some reason, they're learning about it in Science Humaine. Um, social studies. So it's this island off the coast of India, and there are masks that live there with like leaves over their junk that <laughs> have never modernized. And Come on. any masks that really? try to like I go on that. the island, even like in a friendly oh, way to bring them coconuts and stuff, they'll they get shoot killed, bows and, yeah. and arrows at them or throw spears at them. They, they'll try to like kill them. I have heard of that. Yes, this island. Yeah, so we watched a 12-minute video about North Sentinel <laughs> Island, which is like the scariest island in the world. And people have tried over the years. It it raises so many interesting questions because, um, you know, people were trying to study them. People brought them gifts of coconuts, which don't grow there. And people brought them a pig, which they killed. Um, a couple of drunk sailors fell asleep in their boat and their boat washed up on shore there and they killed them and put them in shallow graves. But for a long time, they wanted to study them and control them and implement the laws that apply to India, to the people of this island. And then they just decided, you know what? It's Let's too, leave them alone. It's too scary. It's too dangerous. They obviously don't welcome uh, visitors. And then you start to think, about like uh, modern illnesses and things that they don't have germs that they're not exposed to. Like, is it True. fair yeah. to visit them in the place they live? And they've made it very clear they don't want people to come there. So it's kind of up to them in a way. They have the laws yeah, that govern their, their own and... island. It's their spot. Why do we Peace need out. to get all up in their baba ganoush? Yeah, you gotta let them be. I think I think that's the answer. I think you let them be. Yeah, you don't go cruising around there with the National Geographic cameras. But they say there's between um, like there could be fifty or there could be five hundred of them. But they are yeah. pissed. Like helicopters will buzz over, like even dropping like supplies and stuff, and they'll throw uh, like uh, spears at them or uh, bow oh, and yeah. arrow. They've collected sure. arrows from them. They think they have like one type of arrow for uh, hunting and one for fishing and one for um, protection. That's awesome. It is kind of awesome. Carol was like, man, that sounds like the, a great existence. <clears throat> no internet, no Facebook, no technology. <laughs> oh my God. Next on Discovery Channel, two people try to live on the Sentinel Island. Well, yeah. And then, like, they die right away. It's like naked and afraid Sentinel Island. But here's the interesting thing. After they, they sent a helicopter to check on them after um, the tsunami, whenever that was. And yeah. uh, they were fine. They had climbed to higher ground because they sensed yeah, it was coming. Like, no yeah, technology. The island or probably has, the island probably has mangroves galore. So, like, lots of sturdy uh stuff with, like at the shorelines what's not a mangrove housing. those big trees that grow not trees but bushes that grow at the shorelines of every i guess continent and uh water line you see them everywhere and that that's basically what uh, eventually becomes how how continents grow i guess mostly as mangroves Really? Yeah. There there and uh, if you leave a if you leave them all in that they like water just can't get through because they're so deep. There's into the into the water around it that it, it it becomes a barrier for all kinds of stuff. And yeah, they just go up to higher levels, but it's almost like having a 
levees, you know, but they're, they're they're natural and better. Huh. But yeah. It does um I love the mangroves. It, I learned about mangroves on a Costa Rican like boat little those cruises you go on in the canoes. Cool. And Costa Rica, I guess a great example of the how there's so many if you go through uh the where the jungles are and any even any any uh shoreline that's that's kind of natural it's incredible how how, how uh, much life that those things create and land mass it makes you think though like if they like it's pretty arrogant of us and i'm saying us as a society um we believe that they need to uh live by the same code that we are or we should impose. Oh, they they don't have Facebook. We should give them that. Oh they, my don't, God, they don't want no. Facebook. And I guess the other thing that <laughs> that we don't know is they don't need Facebook. There's fifty of them. The other thing we don't know is just... their religion might suggest that anyone who comes to the island is trying to kill them. Like who knows what their belief system is? And all they're doing is protecting themselves the best way they know how with the education they have. Yeah. So they ultimately well, just decided that, uh, to leave them alone. There's no they don't need anything. <laughs> they definitely don't need anything from anybody because it's you sustain for thousands of years anywhere. That's that's that. But I mean uh, that people uh people by the history just can't leave well enough alone with privacy with others. <laughs> I know, but you think like okay. Wake up, got a palm leaf on my junk, go for a swim in the clear water, grab a fish, yeah. pound some breakfast, maybe have a nap. Um, well, I'm sure I'm sure it's curious onlookers. Yeah. It's not a I'm bad sure day. it's not like all all of them like individually, like just hanging out and just chilling. I think it's like probably a lot of group effort stuff. You know what I mean? Like we're going to raise some... Uh, housing and or some beds or whatever yeah, today pets. we're gonna go gather oh yeah we're gonna gather up some stuff or oh yeah it must be a lot of a lot of communal uh work <laughs> but think of the money you'd save hang. like you don't have to go to I shoppers you don't need paper towel you don't need batteries oh man no car imagine payment? they're t like imagine what they the games and stuff they have <laughs> like okay what are we gonna do with this let's make you a pyramid the, try to grab some bananas like, <laughs> Well, like those guys that like will tie a, a vine to their leg and go up like 50 feet off of a bamboo ladder yeah. and jump off. <laughs> but do you want, if you're making a pyramid with someone sweaty with a leaf on their junk, that could go yeah. sideways pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, probably some like, like, I don't do, like, they probably have some like crazy uh, dancing and music, man. Imagine the music that they have. So they've created. Would it's, you suggest that they have fashioned instruments out of what's uh, available probably, to them? Probably, I'm sure. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. They probably got flutes and drums and flutes, all kinds right. of stuff that, like, I can't imagine. That to me is the most intriguing. Like, I wonder what kind of cultural things that they have that that have been, you know, century old traditional stuff that's fantastic i bet well it couldn't have so, um it couldn't have evolved a whole lot like at first one of the reasons they were saying they'd like to um uh, get in there is because of medicine like we could give them tylenol no. and advil and all these things that they don't have they probably like don't the need guy that, that there's one there's one guy trying to change the rhythm and, uh, into something else on whatever like a log that he's playing this groove and he's like i'm mixing it up and then next thing you know he's like getting brought to the top of the thing and they toss him off for like you're not changing nothing i remember i remember when i uh was working on a tv show in intercourse pennsylvania and it was um amish country and to the layperson, the blue shirts and wool pants and buggies are the same. But if you know enough about the community, there is kind of a wealth system in that some of the buggies are nicer. Some of the wool used for the pants of the people that have more is nicer. I wonder if there's any yeah. type of 
class structure in a group of 50 people on an island? I don't know. I'm sure there's all sure there's probably something like do they have a king? Does that or I don't queen, know does that person get fed grapes? Like what would yeah, the perks well, I don't be know. of a society like usually, that? Usually usually in in uh in groups like that when you see like in history it's like it's the the, the most knowledgeable people generally become natural leaders, right? Or people that just have that ability because, you know, you do need someone taking care and sometimes there's someone that inspires everybody or whatever else, right? So I'm sure there are people that kind of have intellectually, uh, I don't know, like, you know, they have like the, the leaders, spiritual leaders, uh, just intelligence, the ones that are, that are that are looked upon for a lot of information, right? Because they're, they're, I'm sure, being living on that island, you're affected by weather and all kinds of stuff that can randomly happen, right? Sickness. Like, I guess if so, you yeah. don't know what you don't know. Like, I'm sure know. doctors, people that understand medicine, they probably got all kinds of different fields of leadership, right? If if you don't know what you don't know, like they don't know what they're missing, so they probably know blissful. more than they probably they probably know more than most people that exist because they've been left alone for so long, especially in the last hundred years, that they their history and all the the, the learnings and teachings are still intact because they've been allowed to hand it down and keep the information. Uh, going so they're probably further evolved than we think in terms of like well into organizations and opportunities that that, that happen <laughs> that, you know i bet you they're dialed like crazy like someone gets a headache another guy runs up a tree and gets some fruit gives it and the headache's gone right just you know? rub this bark <laughs> on your junk yeah i'm sure some of that stuff <laughs> Although, They'd probably have some miracle cures. If we were living on North Sentinel Island and a helicopter flew over, you'd be like, what in the what now? Well, I, I bet you at this point they know, they realize like, yeah, there's those robots. Big metal birds. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> those robot people. <laughs> That's like they don't have horror films, but they have like bedtime stories about like when you're well, no, that, I'm sure. Here. They, they've had anatomy lessons with those, you know, for example, those true two drunk soldiers. They they probably like they so they know what they what humans like look like. They're like these. They look like, you know, they're, 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 they put them in shallow graves because they're probably so concerned mostly is about the bacteria stuff. Right. Wow. But if like you, they probably just you're see people as like disease, get away. Norts, it wouldn't even mean anything. Well, I think the most important thing you mentioned is just the fact that they've lived that way and anything can come on that island and change the the scope of everything, right? So, yeah. But also you would know. That's probably why they're so careful. You would know that... Um, Okay, so people that come here have boats. They have things that float on the ocean. So if they wanted to float on the ocean, they could. They have a reference point for what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was just... I guarantee they're just like, here comes another couple white dudes being idiots. Yeah. It's time to fire it up. But Let's imagine, go. like, you're an Indonesian fisherman, and you get wasted and fall asleep in the sun. <laughs> And you wake up, run aground on North Sentinel Island. Well, no, they probably they probably woke up with with uh, the first arrow going into their body, yeah. and then like yeah, then they go right into the graves to keep away from the uh, bacteria. It's Crazy. Scary. It's it's there's something anyway. kind of romantic about it and kind of blissful about the idea, but I'm sure North Sentinel Island is not without its share of problems and drama and. I don't know. Like, I wonder <laughs> I how relationships work. Do you think they are monogamous or do you think it's just um, a buffet? No, I, that's what that thing. They are, they are probably the most evolved humans on the planet. 
Because <laughs> they're like, they've had, they've had this amazing culture going on and on for thousands of years. And uh, le let, it, let it go on and, and uh, we'll never know what they're doing there. Interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. Shug's so taken with North Sentinel Island and I love uh <laughs> I love when they get fired up about things. Um I told you uh Junior High Rock Band did Innocent and uh you were kind enough to send the drum beat for their drummer to learn and um they they did a great job and now they've moved on to one week. So oh, nice. Indy has been trying to wrap her tongue around the rap in one week and i've seen them uh live a bunch of times as i know you have too and they're incredible musicians but ed is a phenomenal rapper because when he goes into that like triple time flow it's actually yeah. impossible well i didn't I, I didn't tell the bods but i did uh another corporate gig a, a couple weeks ago with my bods in the red shoes band at uh point click care and uh at the the Axis Club, and Ed was nice enough to come up and play one week with us. No way! Yeah, so I rehearsed it with him for a day, and then we played it at the show. And yeah, man, it's uh, it's great to play it with him because it's just he, he, you know, he's so rhythmically great. His, you know, his guitar playing. I just locked into his vocals. Like he, even he says sometimes it's hard to sing it live, and and he'll forget a couple words here and there occasionally because it's so fast so and he's like no nobody hears it so it's more about i guess starting the the lines out and making sure they're rhythmically correct as opposed to like worrying about the endings of them you know what i mean interesting because it's just like na nailing the 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 flow of the groove and then towards the end or whatever and then we'll get back to the next vibes well i was but i was listening uh, to it was it great to he, see he, 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 if there he was... came in anyway he came and crushed it i i gotta thank ed for doing that for the the bods that's a super bod move i was listening to it to yeah. see if there's any obvious like when they were recording it are there any obvious overlaps here where he obviously punched in on Singing a couple it, of lines yeah. because breath wise <laughs> it seems physically impossible but my advice to indy was learn it slow like learn the yeah. actual words and then work on trying to do it faster as opposed to trying to do it to the track because uh, that's just frustrating yeah, but but I think it's like yeah, if she focuses like on seventy five percent and then not worrying about the last twenty five percent as much as getting the next bar, because that's one of those things you get. You, if you slip up on one line, you're already too you're late gone. for the next one, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like going you're off the rails. Boom, anime babes. But um, it's a it's actually a complicated little track, like the two guitar parts that go. Between each other, there's that like yeah. the, the the licky kind of line, and then uh, the drums are like kind of open. It's like ba ba do 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 da do do ga da. So like Tyler's got a, a tricky little groove going on too, but it's locked, man. It's nice, real complimentary track. It's um, it's ambitious for junior high yeah. rock band for sure, but I like that they're swinging for the fence. Um, that how is the fence. crazy did people go when you played one week? Ape. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Madness. Yeah. It's, it's so cool to see, um, uh, to see the girls discover the music of our era and be sucked into it and excited about it. And, um, when you're able to like, you know, this person started in this band and then they formed this band with this other person from this band, like, uh, you know, even for Indy to sing a lyric about Lennon and Cobain, uh, like, okay, well, you know, Nirvana that well, Cobain is Kurt Cobain. Um, just yeah. all, all the threads that you can pull on to try to cram as much little, uh, music knowledge into their brains as you can while you still have a window. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, it's button. funny because Innocent is a very wordy song. It's almost like a good introductory to one week if yeah. you're learning the next, those two together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they did White Wedding, which was uh, an unexpected no choice. Way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 
That's classic. And Shook plays guitar and uh, like that. It's so it's so high and it's so high energy though off the top. I know. <laughs> also, just a kid singing like, "Hey, little sister, what have you done?" Got going up, not not no not. Billy Idol's probably better than he ever got credit for. Was was there anybody doing the do backups? I don't remember hearing the do backups. Um, because that guitar part's crazy. The thing that I uh, <laughs> Indy does a pretty good Maida. Like the um, her voice is so she has the affectation going. Like Jenny wishes he was famous. Like the built-in sibilance. Yeah. Basements. Like that thing going. <laughs> the emo s's. Yeah, and the little like I remember like throwing that away. <laughs> Yeah. It's great. It's a great song. That's awesome. And the drummer crushed the beat thanks to your uh, tutorial. That's wicked. Junior man. high rock band, all man. Right. It's when it all starts. It's, a, it's what it's all about. Junior high rock band. Can't get enough. Um. So by the time this is out, we'll know the outcome of round one of the NHL playoffs. I just did a, a little yeah. hit into Edmonton Radio about the Oilers game on Seardy night. Um. Were you surprised when the people lost last night? The Leafs had them on the well, road three yeah, one. So, <clears throat> yeah, no, it was. It was, uh, it was it, you know, you saw some fight. Still, it wasn't like uh, a domination, but it's like the Leafs are realizing that uh, they're not going to be. This isn't going to be easy, and you can't just walk away. So, yeah. um, let's just hope it goes to six games and they win it down in Tampa. That would be nice you instead know, of coming back. As an observation, uh, on Monday here, I can't can't deal. As an observation <clears throat> of your fan base generally, I feel like uh, of any team in the NHL, Leafs fans are the quickest to go to. Oh my God! Oh no! And think pieces come out about you know, do we have the jam and do we have what it takes? And the negativity seeps in so fast. Yeah, no, it's tough. That must be palpable for the, uh, the team, right? Yes, for sure. They don't need and to like, hear like that. You don't, yeah, you don't want to see it. And it's good that they started with the first goal early last night. Like they, they need to be like that the whole time. And they have to be a defensive team the whole time. Like there was a lot of shots on net. And they actually developed a lot more shots on net towards the end of the game, the Leafs. But they were at like 37 shots against. Like you can't just stop everything and expect to to win the game. You can't do the goalie can't do anything. Samsonov has been incredible, but they can't be getting forty shots on that and right. thinking you're gonna you know win the game. So you have to be to like be more... North Sentinel Island and protect that map. Well, Tampa was relentless the whole game last time, so they have to be like that, and that, that that's the way it is. You gotta. They have to go in there full on and just push and push and push and not let up at all. But, you know, they, they can do it. They have to be, uh, it, but it's a, yeah, I think it's, it's like when you see a golfer kind of all, you know, they can hit a perfect ball, but all of a sudden they pull it left on 17 into the water and it has nothing to do with their ability. It's got everything to do with their mindset and just kind of thinking too much as opposed to just, yeah performing so anyway it's it's been great to see already how the city is just exploding here like you can sense the uh pride and when the games are on like it's quiet everywhere which no is everybody's inside so it's good playoff hockey is a thousand times better than regular season a hundred percent absolutely and, and i i I'm uh I I would say I'm a semi dormant Leafs fan like I I Lisa's mom watches all the games so I'm like they're on same with the Blue Jays like they're on but it's so much more especially f for the Leafs when they're in the playoffs it's just and it's so it's been so for the last 19 years short yeah and the city the city just starts going crazy like 
if everybody feels like if they can get through this series it's over but then there's the bruins sitting there right oh man leaves bruins there's no and that's that's kind of the story for the last 19 years is just being sitting in that in in that uh division with these teams that where it's like come on man it's like right away it's the finals basically always yeah so it's not easy yeah um, For sure. Well, good chatting, bud. I'm going to the dump. Oh, yeah? You're hitting the dump, are you? I'm going to take some uh, Hurricane Fiona chainsaw offerings that spent the winter in nice. my ditch. Time to do some spring cool. cleaning. But I love right, the dump yeah, one because but... they're, um, they're so happy over there, as I've said before, and uh, I always leave there feeling better. Yeah. I filled 20-yard bags myself this week, bud. Whoa. It's been busy. New growth, bud. God loves spring. Talk to you soon, bots. Good job, bots.